Ben McCann. Greetings. Welcome to Wake the Dead. Today, we are very happy to, to have turning guest, Mr. Daryl Rollins. Hello, Daryl. Hey, how you doing, Sean? Very good, thank you. Um, we're, I'm glad to have you today because uh, of the topic that we're going to be discussing. Is, um, it's, a, it's an evergreen topic. <laughs> it's always there. It never seems to go away. When I first met you, you were presenting, uh, op you were the opener, in quotes, I guess, for Mark Passio's, um, the his, his yes, at the Rube, yes, and uh, that was, um, I forget which June one. of 2017. Yes. I've been to many, yes, and I met you and Sandra, and we uh, we spoke, and we I got along very well, and I'm very glad to, glad to have met you. You were presenting about fake mass shootings. 13 of them. Right. And you had very detailed information. Uh, you had a wonderful presentation. And uh, I was excited to have you on my show. It's been maybe almost a year and a half ago the first time, and then a year ago the second time. Uh, we, we discussed fake mass shootings and the phenomenon of uh, uh, hoaxes, straight hoax. Like, um, and Where no one dies, no one is injured. Uh, right, right. It's a complete media creation and full of crisis actors who do their jobs. <laughs> right. And it seems like uh, there's seasons, you know, sometimes there's more mass shooters and more and more as there's less. Sometimes it seems like it should be the daily shooter because it's like every other day. They're just really the the culture creators are just really humping away at it and just, you know, nonstop. And Obama's giving fake tears and like, Oh, and now, now Biden's like, Oh, I've been to too many of these. Like it's, it's getting a little long. They reference, them, they, they reference them together and try to make it like a, a, a big fear mongering package. Never, uh, you know, like, but never does anybody realize that none of these events were actually real. Right. The ones that they reference in order. They'll, they'll talk about Aurora. They'll talk about Sandy Hook. They'll talk about the Boston bombing. They'll talk about uh, Isla Vista and, and, and uh, they'll talk about, you know, Elliot Roger, the incel. And they'll, they'll talk about, you know, incel. Uh, right. Yeah. Uh, uh, they'll, yeah. They'll talk about um, Sutherland Springs. They'll talk about Vegas. They'll talk about all these things and put them all together in a line. And they do the timeline same as I do. But they're they're trying to push it on people that all these things actually happened. And we're degrading into a society where we need, you know, massive gun control, massive conversations about guns and uh, a community kind of communist organization uh, to our our daily life instead of individual rights. Right. No individual rights. Only the community uh, has rights. And that community is run by Big Brother Satanism. <laughs> basically um yes absolutely uh you will see uh in all of these events when when you these are the red flag words okay when 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 people come out and they just start you know point placement trying to say these words making sure they they fit them all in and in, in whatever they're saying 
they'll always use these same words, strong, community, resiliency, together, normalcy, and healing. Hmm. These ones are, this is like, as you were saying earlier, before we started, this was a spell. It's an evil spell. Right. They're trying to get people away from their individualism and into the collective, just like the Tavistock Institute wanted to do, as you were saying. Right. Yes. Uh, the Tavistock, their whole plan was to shift the public's mind from, from individual freedom to collectivism. And that's uh, America is the shining light of individual freedom. We have been in the in the world, at least you know. Um, it's we're kind of tarnished these days. You know, it's not until nine eleven. That is <laughs> right. Right. I mean, yeah. It's like the Fabian socialists have been cranking us away. You know, and now we're we're like off putty, and they're just manipulating us left and right, and. Um, they're culling, they are, you know, they're, they're taking hold of their territories, getting ready for the new world order. They're, you know, China's like, oh, Taiwan's mine. And Russia's like, oh, Don, Don Bassman. And, you know, the U S is like, oh, we got to keep all these juggling, all these, uh, military bases all over the world to, uh, we're, we're in power really, you know? Um, but it's a, it's a really thought out plan. I mean, it's, it's right. Yes. There, there is systematic the deconstruction. There is the geopolitical. Yes. Of, of, uh, you know, things like what Zbigniew Brzezinski talked about in the grand chessboard, right. uh, making moves around the earth, you know, like, you know, not, the Ukraine is definitely part of this. They, they really wanted to have a war there because it destabilizes that balkanized region of Europe. Um, but, with with the United States, they really, I mean, they're mad because they were able to ban guns in Australia with one fake event. They were able to ban guns in England with one fake event. But they have been trying and they've gotten like, you know, almost 100 at least, maybe maybe more than 100 here. And, uh, you know, they're, they're getting impatient. They want to, they really want to ban guns. They really want to take away that freedom that we have. And um, it's part of a UN agenda. Uh, the Strong Cities Initiative, which started around, you know, 2014 or so, you know, uh, right after, you know, once they got that Smith-Munt Act out of the way, they repealed right. the Smith-Munt Act. So now it was legal to propagandize America. And boy, are they ever. Right. Uh, propaganda know, and, is war. Like, they yeah. use propaganda for war. That's what it's for. Go ahead. Yeah. And so, like, the Strong Cities Initiative works together with these gun control lobby groups like Moms Demand Action, Shannon Watts. If you don't know her name, she's my biggest enemy right now. OK, huh. I, I I'm calling her out. You know, uh, she is is like the antithesis of me. She's she's the one out there. Every time there's one of these events, she's out there propagandizing. She's got Moms Demand Action holding rallies, uh, especially near an election. She's she's bragging about how many people on her team that she's gotten into office. Uh, it's, it's she's really a sick, very sick, psychopathic person. Mm. Uh, very, very, you know, evil. And uh, so, yeah, she's got Moms Demand Action. It's kind of a subsidiary with every town for gun safety, every town for gun control, they should be called. Uh, and, you know, they've got propaganda everywhere on Twitter. We have a Twitter feed just so we can watch the propaganda and just go. Dear God, now what is she doing? You know, <laughs> yeah, and and so and keep an she, eye on them. Yeah, you know, we so, keep an eye on them, but but unfortunately, she's got like a lot of these, you know, you know, 
yes, we know, yes, we'll obey, you know, right. we'll give up our, you know, we got a lot of, you know, a lot of sheeple out there that believe right. all this stuff. They never question anything. And it's because, like, there's a sl- constant drip feed, you know, coming out of the mainstream media. Right. Um, I sent you a picture. This is, you can you can put that up, MSN. Okay msn.com i mean the very first thing when you browse on edge or uh you know chrome or anything when you get to the just the the main title page when you're pulling up your browser here it is you know they're talking about uh seven or eight or nine things that they want uh they're hoping for a better future without and of course (laughs) one of them was guns right there they got a picture you can pull it up. I will. <laughs> I'll get to it's it. I'm unbelievable. sorry. Unbelievable. Like right in your face. They're not even trying to hide this. It's uh, ra- rapidly anti-gun. So which one is it? We've got, uh, is it the M- oh, the MSN propaganda one? MSN propaganda. That's it. Okay. One second. Uh, so I found this. Co- I saw this the other it. day. I couldn't believe it. I was like, you know, wow, that's really like ballsy, you know? <laughs> you know? <laughs> okay. Here we are. Can you see that? There, yeah, wanted okay. a future without these 15 annoying things we despise. Guns be gone was number seven, you know. Wow. I mean, they, they, they threw in a few good things in there, like getting rid of daylight savings time. I agree with that, but this was right after. <laughs> daylight oh. savings time. It's on the same list with, okay, wow. Yeah. So, I mean, it's those, so the list of things that really rub us the wrong way, like having to set our clocks back and having freedom from tyranny. <laughs> That really rubs me the wrong way too. Let's get rid of that. <laughs> Man. So no, well, I mean, watch yes, the future without just... these annoying things. These children holding a sign with guns written on it and a red slash through the word. And they looking angry and they're inner city youths, obviously not white. Um, and it says one of them's holding up a sign in the background, we could be next. So fear, words, we can do it <laughs> right. We can do it right. So fear, and then action—that's what yeah. that's pushing right there. I mean, there's a lot like photography; they get a whole message in just one image, and there's a lot to be said right there. So that's the inner city youth is going to rise up against us that want to keep our freedom because they're afraid. <laughs> God, that's sick. So yes, the the individual pictures are weird. So like, if we we can also share, uh, would you like to share that video that um, yeah, sure that you sent? Okay, this will give us an idea of the language. The language, yes. The, this is I I don't think people realize how many times they are being uh, peltered with the word community. You know, like and and strong and resilient and all these other words. They're, they're said almost every other sentence by all these officials that get in, in front of a microphone at a press conference uh, or, or at a candlelight vigil. Uh, right. these, that's another ritual in and of itself to have a candlelight vigil. But yeah. <laughs> and that's and that language is the program is, is the spell. It says agencies and for the listeners who don't have uh, the, the ability to see it, uh, agencies and players pay attention to the language they use. They train newscasters and their political puppets to be adept in neuro-linguistic programming. Repeated words and phrases always serve a purpose. 
All right. There. Many terms used have, have doubles. They appear innocuous, yet they sim simultaneously elude to a larger agenda, or they serve as an emotional trigger to destabilize the rational mind. Fear destabilizes the rational mind. These psychological operations aim to generate fear and compliance. The government then takes the role of the strong savior that will keep you safe and help you heal. <laughs> After they beat you, they're going to help you help you heal. Through these mock rituals, they are able to target and collectivize the masses through the stimulation of a traumatic event. The PSYOP functions as a catalyst to move the population through the stages, stages of collectively and encourages dependence on government for emotional support. This is very well written. Uh, this is trauma-based mind control on a grand scale. Through manipulation and deception, they unify the duped and the complicit into a strong community. Just like a bundle of sticks, this is how they lay down psychological belief systems and false narratives into the psyches of the future. Slaves. Right. <laughs> here, I'll pause it here. Scripted narratives and belief systems shape your reality. They want full control of your consciousness and the landscape of your mind. Any participation in these staged fake events is a form of consent. Sending thoughts and prayers, money, emotional outrage, fear, and misdirected empathy are energetic acts of validation and consent. Words to look for, horror, shock, deadly, massacre, violent extremism, racism, hate crime, white supremacy, radicalized, deadly tragedy. Weapons of war, assault weapons, gun control, heartbreaking, anxiety, fear, see something, say something. That was Boston. Remember, reminder, never forget. Condolences, united, global partnership, protection, mental health and wellness, thoughts and prayers, stand in solidarity <laughs> forgiveness family together safe whole heal strong Res resilient <laughs> community so that, like I said, a bundle of sticks is a fasci. <laughs> when you hear these terms chanted incessantly by the puppets on the screen, you are receiving a script that is designed to psychologically program you. <laughs> That's it. That's great. I, That's well written. I like that. That's really good. And uh, so that we can find you and Sandra, your wife has made uh, some some videos where we can see this in action. You play the news clips and you uh, you highlight the, the words being said as they're saying them. And it's, if we had a ticker for every time they said those words, like if it was a drinking game, we'd be on the floor. Like it's just over the top. And uh, you chose some very good uh, 
It's, it, it, it's beyond like how it would be uh, by by happenstance. It's definitely, you know, they, they've made a concerted effort to use those words in their speeches. Right. For, for year, almost, yeah, a decade, pretty much. There, there, there was a, in this Lewiston, Maine shooting. Okay, hoax. Okay, didn't happen. Right. Just like the others, didn't happen. It's very reminiscent of, say, Monterey Park. Uh, you know, that happened in January of this year. Uh, no footage at all of any blood or bullet holes in Schmengi's uh, bar or in the bowling alley. Uh, funny how the shooter heard voices, but all his victims were deaf. Um, hmm. And uh, so, and, and we also heard from uh, there's a YouTube video from the CEO of an advertising company that's local and headquartered in Lewiston, Maine. And her name is Joanne Lance, and she's the CEO of a company called Geiger, G-E-I-G-E-R. And they're located right next to Schmengi's. And she says that all their employees are either witnesses or know someone who was a victim. You know, my mother's brother's neighbor's dog totally saw it, and it really happened, you know. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there were plenty of those in Boston too. They were like, "I yeah. heard the gunshots," and then I, I tell them, "No, you didn't. No, you didn't." Yeah. And then they admit, then they admit, "No, I didn't." I, I, I was like, on the finish line. Yeah, <laughs> you didn't yeah. see anything. Yeah. I, uh, Geiger, okay, this company Geiger, they they were involved. They weren't the only ones, but they were involved in helping the uh, strong merchandise ad campaign getting out. Okay, so it was pretty much uh, a a. Cons- uh, a joint effort between this and a couple other um, screen printing companies. And they had Lewiston strong shirts and memorabilia and uh, merchandise available within a day. Uh, yeah. You know, and it was, it was like shirts, signs, bags, buttons, everything. Everything was ready to go the same day. Uh, there's no way that this would have ever happened right the same day unless it was totally planned exactly. for this to be like that. You know, and they just happen to have all this. But in the commotion, of course, no one realizes that this stuff is just there. You know, it's just it just appears right. on the scene and, and it is utilized. Right. Um, then like the, course, OK, go ahead. Know, Sorry. Yeah. Like like, uh, you know, the merchandise really, really sells it. And in, in, in Boston, you had the same thing going on. Uh, right. You had sports teams uh, advertising for Boston Strong. And then you have the same thing here, too. You have hockey games. In Lewiston, Maine, uh, you know, for and Lewiston Strong, um, this this company Geiger, they had a password for children to come and pick up goodies and candies and stuff. They had to say Lewiston Strong. That's unbelievable, Jesus. unbelievable. Yeah, the propaganda as the kids for free. <clears throat> yeah, they, so the Strong thing is huge, and um, I was there for the Boston. I, I lived north of Boston when that happened, and I'm familiar with. The area I went to school right there in Kenmore Square and for college, and um, it uh, it was it like they took over and everybody was compliant completely. The cops were going house to house; they were going in your house to look for this these people that were on the loose or whatever. The Sarnaev brothers were they ran away, and they were like supposedly hiding in people's yards and um and then they they hid behind some some dude's boat and uh the the remaining 
Sarnaev brother that didn't get run over by a car. I forget what Joe, exactly happened. Joe, the Joe car, I think. Yeah. Yeah, he got shot in the neck, so he can't talk. And so then, and then they take him away, and uh, everybody was like, "Yay, we love cops!" And um, it was really sick. And it was there was like a there was like a week or whatever where everybody was in tension, and they were going in from house to house. And I was an anarchist at the time as well, and I was furious that people were just the way that people just gave. You know, like like yeah. everybody's just lifting their skirts for the cops to stick their fingers in. You know, and it was really. And if, if you haven't, if if you uh, anyone listening uh, hasn't seen my original presentation that I was, we were talking about the, the Ruba everything. You know, that's on my one great work. Um, right, the fake I, mass shootings. Fake mass uh, shootings presentation. presentation. <laughs> I go into this and I show how there's a bottle of fake blood on the ground uh, next to the this crisis actress who. The official story was that her, her her Achilles tendon was was ruptured, and you would be in a lot of pain if you oh, ruptured, yeah. you, you severed your Achilles tendon. Uh, she's sitting there on the ground, very calmly, uh, no 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 sign of injury or distress or anything. She's just sitting there waiting for her cue, you know, to, and right. you know because they this was a, a an orchestrated scene. So there was a bottle of fake blood that they just kind of left there, kind of like the Starbucks cup in Game of Thrones, <laughs> kind of. <laughs> you know yeah like that you know I was sitting right there right and, uh, breaks through all the illusion when you see it you're like wait a minute and right. it's like all of it yeah <laughs> but you got to have a keen eye to see that stuff and you, and you also you had things that. like you know so there was hollywood style uh explosive you know ordinance you know fake ordinance uh being used uh there was you could tell because one of the storefront office you know or you know storefront buildings would had glass in the front the mm. glass was blown out rather than in <laughs> right so yeah. very sloppy very very sloppy right yeah they had drills they announced that there would be a drill uh that day uh for that very scenario and um i don't think people caught it yeah yeah that's just everything else just like 9-11 and all the others uh Ole Damagard talks about that as well. Like, uh, watch for the drills. Make sure you don't let them do the drills. You know, right? And yeah, that's that's. And, a, and this is an exercise. All of these hoaxes are exercises. And Sandra, you did point this out, and I'm going to mention this as well. Um, they are training the the police and military, uh, you know, to how to respond when when something like this happens, whether it's real or fake, right? And <laughs> right. They they will eventually use their weapons against the public uh, after they've received enough training in these fake scenarios. I see. So they're not just going to get hand sanitizer and stand around? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, that, the Uvalde thing. Wow. Yeah, wow. <laughs> and it, i mean they just expect us to watch the news and accept it yep okay you know oh they were they were beating parents in, like to the sidewalk not letting parents go in there to save their own children and everybody's yeah. like yeah yeah that's a good idea like what that, that's right you're <laughs> manufacturing consent to let the state handle it let the experienced teams handle it you, the public, shut up and stay where you're told to stay and don't right. interfere. That's what they're trying to, like, you know. Like, my kids, 
hell no like i'm going through you <laughs> you know like there's no way while you get san- hand sanitizer step aside loser yeah. i'll take care of business you know like right. come on then like, you get in there and like hey wait there's no business <laughs> right exactly <laughs> and like and what i mean if they let the parents in are the are those parents in on the the whole yeah. acting thing were they supposed to act like they wanted to get in if they did get or were they actually being suppressed from getting in so that they didn't see that it was fake like Right. There could be a lot of scenarios, scenarios right there. That's uh... um, and plenty of towns, plenty of little towns hoax together um, for money. Uh, Sandy Hook was one such town. Um, most of the crisis actors were bust in, and you know it was a pretty empty town before that. They right. they moved into to Newtown and set up their operation. Uh, Sutherland Springs, another little town that had no money, uh, but they made a tremendous amount. Uh, for the, yeah, didn't the actors get a bunch of free houses or something in Sandy Hook? Wasn't there a thing there? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely. Uh, what's his name? <laughs> and like that, and that's right. Wolfgang, Wolfgang talked about this. Right. Wolfgang also talked about how the food company, the uh, Ola One Cisco, uh, the, the distributing food company. The SYS, only one. It's no, <laughs> true. They, I used they, to work in restaurants. It's the, pretty, pretty much the one. Ola One Cisco. <laughs> they, they, were supposed to bring food to this school, but this this school had been closed for many years. And you could see from the traffic, you know, that Sandy Hook Elementary had been closed since around 2008 right. and uh, because of asbestos, uh, which, you know, and, and environmental hazards that they weren't, wouldn't let the kids around. So this school was already closed. The food deliveries weren't going there. They were going to another school. And he found all this out too, you know, like, like the entire existence of, right. of Sandy Hook Elementary as a real functioning school is a myth never happened right and they demonized wolfgang like i mean even like who knows what's real really i mean at at this point there's so much fake everything just shoving out but so they but the people that they they really demonized wolfgang and they really demonized alex jones like we talked about that in our past show but trillion dollar fine. I mean, it's yeah, like, come a, on. I, I believe that was a show trial that Alex participated in just right. because of a deal that he made with, with his masters. Right. Um, Alex is, you know, Alex has not been uh, up in a, uh, what do you call it? You know, upfront with people for right. many years. Okay. He, yeah. he, he started out like pretty truthful between, yeah. you know, 2004 to five, six, seven, eight, nine, around 2010, Something happened. He took a deal. He yeah. sold out. Um, he Bill Cooper there. had his number since the beginning. <laughs> yeah, but and Bill Cooper could see it from the beginning. But but anyway, like because like, it was uh, the kind of personality that that Alex right. was, you know. Right. And it's like, you know, he, he he's he's not he's not right in the head. <laughs> right. Not. I mean, yeah. I mean, at least somebody's doing that. I, I mean, it may not be helpful, <laughs> but. Uh, <clears throat> But it's we all like he, he we turns all into this figure. We were there, you know, in, in, in New York in 2006, seven. We were all there and following him and feeling like, you know, like he was a great, you know, leader of the movement and everything right. else. And, um, you know, that was that was great for a while. Um, uh, then he then he showed his true colors. Right. Then he says, like, I've you know, I tried to convince people. There's some people are like, really, I know people that are such avid they just apologize for everything he does and i and i say well what about this and they're like prove it 
show me the video and i dug it up it took like maybe an hour or two and i found this thing where he described that the magna carta is the same as martial law like the he was saying that martial law is just one power group taking over from another power group and the magna carta was just they were just taking over the power from the king and it's the same <laughs> it, like he was you could see his face talking in the camera um that he knew like he was choking on his own breath he couldn't say it like the magna carta was the destruction of the king's power and like it's the liberation of the people instead of and he's but then, and then he went on to describe about how when trump does martial law it'll be a good thing because <laughs> you know the election and all that whatever so it, it's really i mean it's funny it's a perfect reaction you just had the laughter because that's really what he's a clown it's clown time like mm-hmm. But whatever, like he's. I have a thing. chapter on Alex Jones and Megyn Kelly in my um, in my presentation. Uh, right. We right. his his betrayal is very uh, obvious and plain to see. You know, I mean, but if you go back and you watch Terror Storm by Alex Jones, that's a good movie. It's all about nine eleven and stuff he never talks about anymore. Right. Yeah. You go know, the Obama deception. Another great movie he made. Very good. You know. Right. Um, lots lots of stuff about Bilderberg. You know that people. Right. Ordinary people wouldn't wouldn't really know. Like, what's Bilderberg? Is that like Build a Bear? You know, <laughs> they don't know. Build a Bear. <laughs> okay, so we got your. Uh, let me share the screen here. One second. One week ago, eighteen lives taken far too soon. Um, I just pray for everyone in this like time. Everyone was someone's son, daughter, brother, sister, parent. <laughs> Tonight, their stories shared by friends and family. He uh, liked WWE wrestling. He enjoyed uh, uh, cornhole and uh, disc golf. And he, he was just a great guy to be around. He was always involved, chatting at home, taking them on outings, anything they needed. He was always supportive and always around. And a heartbroken community slowly starting to heal. Tonight, the city of Lewiston and the state of Maine begin to move forward on what will be a long and difficult road to healing but we will heal together together it is now seven o'clock on a wednesday night a normal night in so many ways just like last wednesday was too it was a night when people gathered to go bowling grab some food maybe a beer play cornhole with friends but it was at this very moment about seven o'clock one week ago that lewiston's sense of normalcy was shattered It lasted just minutes at two different locations, a bowling alley and a bar. But when it was over, there were 18 empty places in our communities, places once filled by people whose lives we want to honor tonight. Tonight, we are dedicating this newscast to saying their names and sharing their stories. And we want to start with a vigil happening tonight in Winthrop in honor of two of those people we lost, a father and his teenage son who were at the bowling alley in Lewiston, where it all began. CBS 13's Brad Rogers spoke with the family of Bill and Aaron Young, who continue to grapple with this unimaginable loss. Well, here in Winthrop, a husband and father was shot and wounded in the attacks. A local high school student's uncle was killed, and so was a local school teacher's close friend. Not only that, a father and his teenage son were both shot and killed at the bowling alley. 
among the nice first delivery, people right? killed by the gunman <laughs> Wednesday night were 44-year-old Bill Young and his 14-year-old son, Aaron. Losing one would have been hard enough, but losing both of them is just awful. Caleb yeah, we really believe you. Yeah, and her brother. She says the two of them like to go bowling together. She still can't believe they're gone. I mean, I'm still having moments now. Every five minutes, I'm like, this can't be real. She's laughing. Yeah. Duper's delight. Big time. Anyone that believes that this performance has a shred of authenticity is brain dead. This crisis actor can barely contain her delight. She says Aaron was the baby of the family. He was a freshman at Winthrop High School. He gave the best hugs. He was such a, a sweet kid. Never talked bad about anybody or anything. And he was an honor student. This kid has been in, in schools uh, since kindergarten here. So um, I think that the, the ripple effect is uh, beyond our comprehension. As for Taylor's stepdad, <laughs> she said your the rock of the family, <laughs> the one everyone would turn to in times like these. He's, you know, anchor of the family, just a great guy. Um, <laughs> wow. He's going to be very, very missed, and it's very <laughs> hard to cope without him right now. Whoa. Laughing her ass off and calling her younger brother and stepfather brutally gone down seven days ago. <laughs> family's about to get paid. Handsomely for bad acting. NASA will believe anything and look at this GoFundMe. Look at that. They're planning to run this for two more months. Started January 1st of next year. Oh, wait. That's where it's going. Okay, seven days and into the grift it's already got that much money and we've seen a number of community vigils as well in gatherings of remembrance for the victims of the shootings and those events continue tonight our connor clement was in auburn tonight and has more on the emotional ceremony there the city of auburn came together tonight with a vigil down on the waterfront and the evening culminated here at norway savings bank arena for a hockey game meant to show support and stand in solidarity with the friends and families of the 18 victims who lost their lives tragically in Lewiston over a week ago. The candlelight vigil in Festival Plaza hosted by the Faith Baptist Church saw hundreds come out in the cold to offer their support. Auburn needed this. I felt that I needed it especially because this is where I live and this is where my son lived and Auburn, of course, we're very proud of. Hero Walker's Walker's heroes Joseph yeah, Walker. Yeah, it's bar. Despite learning that his son had been murdered, Leroy gave incessant performances, uh, interviews. There you go. He has been the Ward 5 counselor in Auburn for 12 years and is currently seeking re-election. He has, been, he has really been putting effort into these performances. Um, so this is, I mean, he's bringing money to his town. Right. I mean, this is like there's a lot of money in this. Right. And he's he he really makes sure that he, you know, does like a, a good acting performance. He's better right. than some of the other crisis actors. Right. He's looking to get hired in. <laughs> yeah. OK, most willing servant and completely. OK, Stephanie. Mar. That's his <laughs> opponent. This is OK. This is Stephanie Marr. Damien challenges Leroy Walker yeah, for the Ward 5. You can, you can skip over her. She, okay. she doesn't really play on. She, she looks wholesome. Okay. 
Shannon Watts again. Okay, so this is Shannon Watts's Twitter. Yep. And she's uh, this is she's from Mom's Demand Action. Mom's Demand Action. She's so, been uh, she's been a very very uh, violent <laughs> propaganda force uh, for almost nine years now. Ever since about you know 2014 with Isla Vista, she first started coming out and doing stuff. Right. Okay, so yeah, she's got this video of the, the old man crying. Yeah, of, of course we have this thing playing up where, where you, you don't know for the sake of evening. He's interviewed before and after he's told, quote, that, that his, his son died. So, you know, you, it's important that they have this, you know, chronologically shown and he's there, you know, before and after, like before not even knowing, and then after, then he's knowing, you know. But this, they Jesus. did this before. Zoom okay. in on the pain. pain. Zoom in on the pain, right? <laughs> yeah, and, you know, watch the loss happen in real time. Oh, um, my God. You know, and they did this with Thousand Oaks, too. There was a guy uh, who was, you know, very similar. He was in the the staging area, you know, for, for uh, parents or whatever, uh, mm -hmm. or loved ones or whatever, family members of the quote victims of Thousand Oaks, Thousand Oaks Bar, in, you may remember in, um, uh, what was that, 2018? Uh, yeah, where, where they, the Opry Mills? and they said that most of the people there had also been present at the Vegas uh, right. fake shooting as well. Right. So just like the, the Vegas, literally uh, the, the same actors who is, had this guy there in Lahaina at the yeah. same time so orchestrating he the, the fire. He pulls the same yeah. stunt. He goes on CNN and I don't know if my son is dead or, you know, and, mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, and then later on he's like, you know, trying to cry really loud, uh, you know, really loud. <laughs> and, and he's got a handler who's like, yeah. you know, very suspicious, never says anything, but he's always behind him. There's a handler always like, you know, give him a hug, you know, right in his face there and while he's on camera, while he's on the microphone, you know, and, and they do this very same tactic right here. You'll see, go ahead and play it. Okay, all right, we'll play. At a central Maine medical center where all of those families have um, friends, loved ones come together to, to try and um, make sense of what happened, track down their loved ones. Uh, and Jack, I, I think you spoke to a, a local city councilor about what, what's happening there. Um, we did get a chance to speak with him, and he kind of talks about how some of it's really setting in on him that there's a possibility that his son uh, may be dead. If you had my gut right now, I feel like I'm squashed with a vice. My neck and the back of my head feels like there's a vice squashing it the other way. And I don't know, telling you the truth, what kind of night this is going to be from now until tomorrow when, when I wake up to the true facts. Remember yeah, this, because he says this on another interview. Dead. I know it as well as I know I'm standing here telling you because he's not here and he's not at any other hospital and he's not running the streets. So he would have called us because he manages Shemingi's. So I know he was there. Um, we want to get back, obviously, to the, the major story that we are following for you tonight, the discovery of uh, Robert Card's body tonight, uh, found dead. Our Jack Moment is in Lewiston again tonight, um, talking with someone we have been hearing from regularly over the last 48 hours, um, Leroy Walker, who is a counselor in the city of Auburn, right across the river, um, and also learned that his son was among the dead um, from Wednesday's shooting. And, and Jack, I understand you're, you're talking with Leroy Roy tonight. What do you want, what do you hope people take away from this experience knowing your son? 
about all of this? Uh, let's make sure that it doesn't happen in any other communities. That's the big thing. We all together, we could stop this if we would only stop the hate in this world. <laughs> wow. Once we find a way of doing that, these things are not going to happen out there. That doesn't help getting my son's name out there or letting people in the world know that my son was a, a good boy, excellent kid for this community, is going to be missed by many. Uh, but again, you people are going to go away. Uh, and when the, I'm hoping that we connected with enough people out there so they, they think about it for a long time. <laughs> a hero you described that's going to be deeply missed. He will be by, by many in this community. Uh, thousands, there'll be thousands, yes. Definitely. Leroy, um, we can't thank you enough for joining us now three times um, since this horrific tragedy, unthinkable tragedy happened. Um, and again, we, we thank you again for joining us tonight. After it, it Three times sounds like a, <clears throat> like a calling card for the occult right there. That's like some magic shit right there, three times. I've seen that in movies too. Where like you've tied it three times, like that. The repetition of three is important in a lot of rituals, and I don't know if that well, three is... being the number of completion, like you right. know, you, you're really sure, you're really sure, you know. Right. Yeah, and like that. Um, I think there's a lot to that, and the people listening are all like, "Why did he say three times? Like he didn't have to mention that." But he, the people that know, know. They know why, you know, because that's a trigger. Like, oh, that's okay. Kind of like for the, those that with eyes to see, like, I mean, they're obviously obviously not going to both this just crap. But I mean, if they if they hear those trigger word, they'll be like, oh, this is part of that thing that our cult is doing. <laughs> you know, could be, could um, be, yeah. I mean, I just thought it was significant that you know here he is a grieving father, but you know, right. Immediate community. Community. Times in a row. So he can yeah. say his community. Can't, can't, can't stop saying community. Can't right. stop saying resilient. Can't stop saying, you know, together. Yeah. And you can tell he's really just a New England dude. Like he I know so many dudes from New Hampshire that are just like him. And mm -hmm. none of them are gonna know their lines and they're not they just they just want the money. They'll go along with it, you know. So anyway, so we'll play, press play again waiting 14 hours for word the family learned he was killed his father Leroy Walker describes the emptiness your whole body everything goes out of you your heart goes flip flop and you got it feels like some there's a vice in you your head can't take it and and uh, you just feel like you're gonna blow up that's what you feel like I'll blow out I'm not sure which way but but you you got no legs <laughs> your mind can't you're thinking, but you're not knowing what you're thinking. You're not. You don't even know where you're going. Yeah, it's it's a. <laughs> he couldn't make up his mind what he what his symptoms are. He's <laughs> just like throwing it all at the wall. It's an empty. It's uh, it's just hard. I don't know how some people. I've I've listened to people try to explain when something happens in these shootouts and stuff. He listened to other people try to explain. So he did his study, like he's studied on this and he's trying to remember, like trying to think it just like them. I'm not going to be like them, like them now on camera. I don't know. But you know, people I... don't pay attention to mainstream media, like really listen to what they're saying. Right. Yeah. Yeah. They just, they just, uh, 
with the hypnagogic trance just accept everything in their consciousness. The mind yeah. is just, just being you know like a funnel you know yeah like, yeah yeah like uh like I, I can imagine that batman and robin movie with with the the riddler and his the thing stuck in his head with the oh, yeah. transmission of magic from the television. It's like sucking the brains out of everybody. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's the only good part of that whole movie. That, that Anyway, I can't explain it. Tell you the truth. I can't, I can tell you though, it's empty. It's empty. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know what tomorrow's going to bring. You said that already in the other interview. Well, we'll have to just wait and see, I guess. Joey Walker was shot to death. Shut to death, but she then he went into telling her that uh, he died as a hero because he picked up a, a butcher knife from somewhere. As you know, the, he has all that stuff. This reminds me of the Let's Roll of the Flight 93. You remember that? Like, oh, yeah, no, we rushed the cockpit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. okay, yeah. Okay. He, he grabbed a butcher knife and he's running with a knife at a guy with a gun. Like, with a gun, yeah, right. Smart. Fire anyway. <laughs> and he, he tried to that. go at the gunman to stop him from shooting anybody. Right. And shot him twice. Such a hero. I'll, all right, I'll take your money, uh, cult. Only can say my son was a hero when he died. Oh, sure, whatever. Yeah, here, <laughs> take your money. <laughs> say, and he gets reelected. Life. He got right. reelected. Of course. <laughs> Right. I mean, if, but who really like we know that it's not an election; it's a selection. So, right. of course, he got elected. Selected twice through this. Does it change your pain at all? Oh, knowing that it, it made it worse. Yeah, it, it made it worse. Picked up a butcher knife and went after the gunman to try to stop him from killing other people, and that's when he he shot my son to death trying to save some more lives that he ended up losing his life. I I can see my son right now with that grin that he always has on his face when he's planning something. And he's saying to me from up above, I bet you didn't plan on this, did you, Dad? I I can just see him because he always called me Pop, you know. (laughs) That's why he called me Pop. Yeah, he always had that little grin. Uh, Always, whenever he was... (laughs) That's funny, too. You hear that? Like... He always called me Pop. That's why he just called me Dad. <laughs> what the hell, man? What the fuck? Did you think about think about that? Yeah, he always called me Pop. Okay. <clears throat> We're only missing. Green would come okay, out and uh, there it is. Yeah, I can see him now, Joe. What a kid, and I miss him and love him so much. Would an authentic grieving father agree to be interviewed on national television so many times so quickly in the wake of his son's supposed heroic death, repeating the same key words and phrases each time? I don't think so. (laughs) And there's so much of that, so many of these videos that like, I mean, not video, but the clips from the news and it's just, every news station is playing their own version of it and some of these get lost in the mix and i'm glad that you pick out the good ones and you you compile them here together it's... yeah she did an amazing job yeah great job sandra the is playing a role in a psychological operation to traumatize the collect and collectivize the masses he is earning his keep to maintain his political position 
and it says there's a this is a, a um, November eighth from okay. the Globe staff. Yeah. Globe, uh, okay. The Globe Boston Globe. I'm hanging in there. Maine City Councilor reelected Tuesday, less than two weeks after son was killed. Yeah. It's I bet he's smiling down from up above saying, Good going, Dad, because he always called me Pop. <laughs> Voting, dude, dude. It's like it's such a sigh. Like, I mean, it's not only the whole thing of taking the guns, but just voting in general. They looped it together with the statist like it's it's yeah. like going to statist church, you know. <laughs> It's really and so they, they all these people they all know each other. They're like this little group of people, and like this this guy here, this Joseph Walker, who's supposedly dead, he's the owner or the manager or something of Schmangy's Bar, right? So they cooked this whole scene up, you know, and got it all ready, and he can fake his death, right? Right, and you know the they have plenty of ways of disappearing people into like they we all know about. Um, witness protection program and whatnot uh, uh we they have embedded like sleepers into other countries like they like they know all about uh and it's very easy to oh yeah someone uh, who looks like him you everyone knows someone who looks like him. <laughs> right yeah i know very, i know plenty of people that look like that last guy with the teeth missing yeah. big face mm-hmm. yeah so anyway it's just a face in a crowd that's it you know yes exactly yeah, and these are—I mean, they do look like New Hampshire people or Maine people, like that. It's their faces are different up there. It's really weird. Like, I mean, it's not just how they talk. Like, if you spend any time, but anyway, um, I think it's all the fishing and all the sun. Maybe I don't know. But uh, <laughs> anyway, here we go. Jo- Joseph Walker, uh, and this is a GoFundMe, uh, and he's raised forty-one eight eight eight. Wonder if that's if that means anything. Creates so far on eleven eleven, going strong. <laughs> uh, we have Joffrey clapping. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Good job, guys. Good job. We've seen a number of community vigils. Okay, that was it. Stop that one. All right, we got another one here. This is very good. Uh, so, should I do the top left or right? That, that, that's Lewiston GoFundMe uh, from seven days into the grift. Okay. On the left one? Yeah. Okay. It's all GoFundMe's for five minutes. Okay. Jeez. <laughs> all right. So, we can talk over this. Like, is there, um, is there any audio besides the music? No. I think it's all music, yeah. Okay. okay. So, um, yeah, this is Joshua Seal family, 293 Creek Grant. Wow. Uh, um, Lewiston, Lewiston Maine, mass, mass shooting victims fund, the main one, 112,000. Bill and Aaron Young, we know that one. We got up to 148. That's uh, wow. Yeah. And they're they're looking for 250. That was in three days. Wow. Wow. And this could also be like, a way of getting rid of like i mean there's other kinds of money than just people donating from their pocket yeah they use it to laundry and funnel money mm. to pay off the things and pay off gun control foundation yes exactly wow <laughs> yeah okay exactly it's payday right 
and like this is the, the it's all, all like they own the the companies that are doing the transfers nobody's going to look at where that money came from i mean look just look at the ftx like all that scandal that just happened with the democrats and the and sam bankman freed and uh, oh yeah sam bankman yeah. fraud bankman <laughs> fraud right yeah <laughs> <laughs> so peyton brewer uh 78 uh ron moran family uh, 81,000. and they'll just uh, go above they'll go above their goal yeah right and i mean guys so check these, if you're watching like anyone watching this go to gofundme look up these look up these uh GoFundMe's, and you'll find that the numbers are higher than what's depicted here. They've, they've right. been going up steadily every day. Right, right. Yeah, we're recording this on the 11th. Yeah, so Joseph Walker. And so, like, this is, um, this is just a funnel. And this, I mean, when they get electronic money, who, who knows where it's going to go? Like, uh but this is, um, it totally looks legit to everybody. Oh, yeah, these families get paid. Okay, that makes sense. Everybody cares for them when really it's total PSYOP and they're getting, they're getting cashed out. This is how it's done. Uh, and it, this is like, as, as if you're watching, it's just one after another of people, uh, families, and there's the Keith the, McNair family. There's the Brian McFarland family, 11,000, 17,000 here. Then, 20, yeah, they started immediately after. The Gavin Robitaille, surgical expenses. Right. And there he is smiling in his hospital bed. No actual scenes of any wounds or anything. <laughs> so this is merchandise now. Lewiston yeah, Strong T-shirt. And we got, the t we got the tree with their star. Like what? So the star, these were available immediately, immediately upon like still with the manhunt going on. These were available. Wow. Wow. With the manhunt. Okay. So they were designed, printed, ready, ready to ship when the, when the shit happened. Like, yeah. It's crazy. Okay. So, uh, Lewis and strong t-shirt. We are Lou one. One. Yes. We are one communism all the way. I'm and seven of nine. <laughs> right, right. I am three of five. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So this picture of Maine with the heart where Lewiston is. Lewiston strong hats with tree. Like is, I'm not familiar with tree being a. Anyway, yeah, fundraisers for sure. Um, is there audio for this part here? No, I don't. I okay. think it's all just the music. It's okay. glimpse of a con by Chevelle. Okay, okay. Um, so central central Maine <clears throat> Medical Center uh, ways to give to the main hospitals. Is that because they're all going broke? Because there's anyway. Uh, anyway, we're October twenty fifth. Family and victim donations. Uh, send a check. City of Lewiston. <laughs> send money to the government. That'll fix it. All right. Yeah. That was a good one. So now can you see my... Uh... Oh, there it is. Okay. Main mass shooter Robert Card claimed voices in his head were calling him a pedophile. Yeah, I, I hadn't read too much about this. So, yeah. This is the New York Post 
So take it with a grain of salt. New York Post is very, very uh, you know, they're like Alex Jones. They're like, blah, blah, look at the, look at the blood and guts, you know, like really grab your attention type of thing. But this, I've seen this in more places than here uh, where <clears throat> he claimed that the voices in his head, which came after he received new ear pieces because he's deaf and he has hearing aids. He got new, brand new, high-powered hearing aids, and all of a sudden he can hear voices in his head. <laughs> now, was he so, deaf as, as a military man? You know, who spent like twenty years in the reserves. He was deaf that whole time, or I, I suppose. I mean, I'm I'm assuming that he was deaf because of his service, um, or something happened. He was he was a reservist for twenty years, uh, so he was in the reserves. I don't know if. I saw that he was in the reserves. Some newspapers are saying that he was a firearms instructor. That was said. Then they said that's that false. Yeah. Yeah. There, the military says he never did. He was never a firearms instructor for them. <clears throat> he was assigned third battalion. He was. Uh, he did not serve in that capacity. But in any case, uh, so. He was a military guy, career military. And so if we know about like Dave McGowan's book um, or both books, his famous ones, uh, um, the military uses mind control. Uh, when you sign up to the military, you are signing away the rights to your body. They are allowed to do whatever they want to it. So uh, for however long you signed up for, like you are, it, they are claiming ownership of you at that point. So you're, it's, it's, it's like socialism, slavery. It's all one big. Well, think thing. about how bad the draft was in Vietnam. People didn't even like volunteer right. for this. Right. And they, they were given an order by their draft board to show up and be owned by their military for a certain <laughs> amount of time. Where they could, where they be sent to Vietnam, and they might not come back. Land, land of the free. That was completely contrived from the beginning. Right, and then in uh, oh wait, here we weren't sharing. Okay, I got it on. I got it on the OBS now. So um, the uh, uh, so the military runs military uh, runs mind control ops on their property. They um, like boot camp is mind control occult programming um uh, yeah it's it's like yeah they the boot like they watch that movie they watch um full metal jacket, full metal jacket. The, yeah the drill instructors they learn from it and they you know they they get high on that kind of power but i've i was in i, I was in a boot camp but it was a jail boot camp it was not a military boot camp so like uh -huh. They were even harsher on us, like they're, yeah. and they did technically own us, I guess. Like we were incarcerated, but anyway. With them. So uh, the military, um, we know about. Uh, so Dave McGowan writes about the Phoenix program, uh, the individuals in Vietnam that came home after they they had they had their their trauma based mind control programming from their military operations and they were uh, soldiers, super soldiers. 
basically. And uh, they were set loose as lone, lone murderers. You know, David Berkowitz said he was part of a cult and um, the, the clown guy there, the other one, the, yeah, Gacy. Yeah, John he Wayne said, Gacy. John Wayne Gacy. He was. He said he was part of a cult. Um, the they were, he was they they always ask, oh, who else did you get? <laughs> you know, and then they were like, oh, whoops, sorry. Uh, you know, um, the other uh, Henry Lee Lucas says he was in the Hand of Doom cult. Like these these cults, uh, they, they murder for hire, right? It's for the mafia, basically. It's like the cults work in. They they are money making up op- their their operations. They do they do work. They do wet work for you know just like how uh, the government has been working with you know the FBI has been working with um, the the Jewish mafia the Meyer Lansky ever since the beginning uh, of the FBI almost and. Um, and in Britain uh, we, too, the, the MI6, you know, right, special right. people with special jobs. Right, right. And we have, you know, we know about, about Epstein, you know, about how the, those, so they they have sex slaves and they have super soldier slaves and they, um, they do operations, you know. And so this guy was in, he was at, uh, he, as a reservist, he was sent to um west point like mm-hmm. a couple like a couple months ago or something to do some scheduled was whatever. that in july i think yeah and while he was there he was acting a little crazy they say and uh, it might have been his new hearing aids <laughs> who knows and so they took him to a mental hospital there in new york uh and they tuned him up just like they do to just like they do to Kanye and the Britney or whoever they bring him to the mental hospital they give him the electroshock talk they give mugs you know they give him the torture and then they're new released program. new programming and then go do your job you know so uh it wasn't very long ago that West Point sent him to a mental institution <laughs> According to the so, story, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So according to the story, right. Oh, my, I do see Michael Sostchuk written in there. Uh-huh. There it is. The main law enforcement, right? There, there's Robert Oh, Carter. right. This here is from, this is the main, uh, this is from the main paper. But his name jumped got, out at me. He's, have you seen him talk? He is pure evil, this Michael Sostchuk guy. Uh, main law enforcement right there. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. This guy Commissioner wants to of the main... This guy wants Pardon. to ban guns like like most of us want to get through our week and get to the weekend. This guy <laughs> wants to ban guns that bad. All right. Yeah, I hear that. So um, they uh, they're telling us where high school he's from. Tell us about his parents. Uh, talk about how many people died to traumatize us again. Okay, yep, this guy's bad guy. Um, he was an avid participant of the cornhole club that meets every Wednesday, the same people that he shot up, supposedly. I can't say cornhole without giggling a little bit. Dude, I know. It's, it's yeah, he's a cornhole enthusiast. Like, okay, dude. <laughs> anyway, moving on. So uh, 
The uh, card recently reported mental health issues, included hearing, hearing voice. He threatened to, he threatened to shoot up in quotes a military facility in Saco, Maine, uh, according to a bulletin issued to Maine law enforcement agencies Wednesday. So the law enforcement knew about it. They knew he like, according to the official story, right? And this is to get us another thing. Like here was, let's take a little tangent here. Uh, we know about dialectics and how that works, right? And they only need to push in one direction to get the other direction to move. And uh, what if the they not only want gun control, they also want to be able to lock people up for mental health issues? Absolutely. They, um, and, they uh, achieve both with this, right? Go mm -hmm. ahead. Uh, Sandra has something else she wanted to add. Right. The mental health agenda is just as important to them as the gun control agenda because they work hand in hand. And, you know, uh, he, there was no MK Ultra shooter. He there was one photo. That's the only evidence you're given in a narrative. Mm. What they're really after is that Maine only has yellow flag laws. Right. So it does not permit a family member or friends to petition for a person to be involuntarily committed to a psychiatric institution. How serendipitous that this narrative provides a justification for them to pursue these changes. It is also noteworthy that Maine Senate rejected a bill that required background checks for gun, private gun sales in June of 2023. Additionally, the Senate voted only hours beforehand to allow veterans with mental illnesses to keep their firearms. This theatrical event gives the masses an active example as to why these rights must be now curtailed. They're really pushing the mental health agenda with this because it achieves the same objectives as the gun control one. Absolutely. Because once you get labeled as mentally incompetent, they take away your guns. So they yes. want to establish this to get rid of, they want to impose red flag laws. And that's what they've been pushing ever since this happened. Right. And that's if you look, if you look, that's, thank you for that. Um, if you look at the history of mental health, it's about domination of the individual. Like it all started with uh, how do we control this crazy person? Okay, we'll put him in this fancy chair that spins him around so much that he pukes. While he's puking, he's not going to cause any trouble. Oh, you know what's better? We'll give him this insulin and then put him in an insulin coma. coma. Oh, that works pretty good. Oh, how about these these drugs that like basically lobotomize them, their brain? You know, uh, uh, they uh, and then lobotomy straight up like. It dominates their frontal lobe. It totally rearranges it so that they are controlled. So, so you're never balanced. You're either in the left or you're in the right, but you're never balanced. Well, I mean, with the like with the old lobotomy, I mean, they just scramble a frontal lobe completely. Yeah. The 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 the, uh, the conscious thinking stuff, like your reptile brain, is still going, and your limbic system still works, but. You're just There's no cross chatter, no, no yeah. communication between the left and the right. Right. Yeah, right. That's true. Right. So um, the, the, it, it's a domination of the individual. So like taking away guns is domination of the individual. Uh, you know, medicating somebody to oblivion is domination. Like we, we could see that with Harley Pasternak and how he threatened Kanye West. Like I'll medicate you till you don't know your own kids, like um, right. as a threat and to put him in line. And uh, I say, so um, that, I mean, that's on a, that's a small scale of what they're doing to everybody. They're trying to 
like the government is Pasternak and we're all Kanye. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, so like this, it, you're right. It is the same. It achieves the same goal. The gun control, uh, once, they, once they take things away, they can dominate our bodies. And then the mind control, once they take their mind, our minds away, they can dominate our bodies. And that's what it yeah. all is. It's satanic. They were talking about uh, mass shootings and mental health together in the same context ever since Isla Vista, uh, the story of uh, the um, Santa Barbara uh, incel, you know, Elliot Roger, because they said, oh, well, you know, he couldn't get a date. So he snapped and he killed all these uh, people in the, in the universe. Nonsense. OK, but this is what they were pushing. They were totally right. pushing mental health reform after this. Right. And all and people like us or people like, you know, our listeners, they're always everybody's like, oh, they're, they're you know, we got to get rid of the guns. And then the other one's like, yeah, well, guns, not the problem. It, it's because crazy. And then that's it. That's the dialectic we get. There's no other choices. Like, right. Either we dominate their brains or we take away their guns. That's how to right. fix it. And I love how the news says uh, another senseless shooting out there, you know, by someone who is mentally ill, you know, like right. so we, right. we already we've we've dispensed with trying to make sense of. No, we're just going to accept what we're being told and, and pushing medications on Americans like, whoa, I mean, if you're if you act up in class, if you won't sit in your chair, the teacher of public school has the ability to medicate you with, as a child uh, with Adderall. Like the teachers prescribe the drug drugs now, not just the, like the teachers recommend it. And then the parents say, okay. And then the kids like, it's. But we still have signs out front that say drug-free school zone. Isn't that right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. And then the adults, they're all on like uh, SSRIs and they're on this Ozempic now. This like Ozempic uh, killed somebody. Ozempic yeah, killed someone trying to lose weight. They killed him. Will. Yeah, it destroys and, and, them, uh, them. It's on purpose. This is exactly what Fen Fen did in 1997. Right. Uh, the, um, I worked I, as a temp for the company that made Fen Fen. I, wow. I didn't even know it at the time. I was just like getting a, you know, a. $10 an hour job working at, you know, filing folders on the wall. I found out that I was working for Wyatt Ayers that had pulled off the Fenfen drug off the market because the FDA had determined it killed too many people. <laughs> it's weird. They're the FDA is doing these, that. These drugs. <laughs> we were on vacation and we were watching some TV. We never watch TV, but you know, on vacation, we we're watching some TV mm-hmm. and looking through some of the cable channels and man, it's like every five minutes you're being uh, introduced to some other word that doesn't exist in the English language and it's a right. drug name, you know, right. and they're, they're, and they're, it's they're, for like, do you, spend do five you minutes do you how, many, how many ways it's going to kill you? But then they right. tell you as the doctor, it might be right for you. Yeah. And they don't even really like tell you what it's for. Like, right. You know, they'll be like, oh, and then then by the end you realize like it's, oh, it's because they pee a little bit in their underwear or like, oh, because they like their leg jiggers a little bit, you know. But then when you realize, realize like what the risks are, it's, whoa. And it's the same with the, phar- every pharmaceutical risk is way higher than benefit. It's always been that way, you know. Always. But, so like this, it's the same domination and also, like the way that they that the mind control, the words that you were talking about earlier, is another domination of the heads. It's like it's uh, dominating their worldview and their and their consciousness. And 
it frames how they can think. And it frames, like I said earlier just now, about it frames for us when we're going to have an argument at the Thanksgiving dinner table. One of them is going to be like, oh, well, we should take our guns. It's been about time we take guns away. And then another one's like, you can't take our guns. I'm free. Better dominate them in mental because they're mentally ill. And we better, you know, put them on drugs and put them in mental hospitals. Like I heard one, I was listening to like, you know, preparing for this show. I was trying to get more information on this Lewiston guy. And I was trying to hear a podcast. Like sometimes like I was doing something. So I was like, oh, I'll try a podcast. And this, this dude, he spent like 20 minutes talking about how we should bring back loony bins and lock everybody up that, that acts a little weird. And he described a scene when he was a kid of this crazy person that got taken away by people in a, in a van and he saw them put the bag over the dude's head. And he said that it traumatized him. He had bad dreams about it. And then he wants it to be done to others. He wants it to be done to everyone around. He's like, everybody should, that should be done to everybody. It traumatized me and it's so scary. And uh, he had dreams about the guy with the hood on his, on his head, like coming to get him. And he said, and it's like, whoa, this is the level of, so they, now people that, that like guns, they're going to say, go come on meds. That dude's crazy. And then they're going to turn it around from, oh, like, oh, that dude's crazy. That dude's crazy. Wait, oh, I'm a deplorable. Wait, oh, no, I, vote, I voted for, oh, I must be crazy. Ah, And then they get locked up too. And then they take their guns. And then there's no more America, right? Yeah, they've been trying. And, you know, like we've got to really, you know, hang on here because, like, you know, it was so easy. Like, like I said, Australia pushed over in one, one event, one fake event. No more guns in Australia. One, you know, and same in England. And same in a lot of European countries, you know, but New Zealand as well. Uh, Jack, uh, Jack, uh, Jacqueline Ardern, she is just yeah, the horse dirt, face, dirt, evil, right. evil, cocaine addict, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, And so you know, like all these people in power, they they want to protect themselves from the public. That's why they want to ban guns, right? So, uh, um, what do you think about? Speaking of banning guns, what do you think about that crazy Luhan Grisham with her health declaration? It's a health order. She's going to ban guns in the county that Albuquerque is held in. And no one's allowed to carry guns in that county. Straight up, she said that. And then when they asked her at the, at the press conference, she said, they were like, don't you think this is going to get struck down? And she, and she even admitted that she didn't think it was like going to work. And mm-hmm. they did strike it down. But then they reinstated it quietly for parks and schools. I've seen nobody's that watching. before. Yeah, that, they, they, they introduce it knowing it's going to fail. But mm-hmm. then, you know, the damage is already done. It's like a seed they planted. And so now finally, you know, later on, they, they just quietly put it right in. Right. And uh, this is, you know, uh, making this, I think New Mexico is a free carry state. And I think that you can also conceal carry. And um, 
and there was like no way to enforce it really there's not enough cops to do that that and like you know what are you going to stop and frisk everybody you know like um it's really yeah well, i guess this is more of a, police, uh, albuquerque police are known for being uh you know pretty rough with people right yeah albuquerque's like they, number... killed, they killed a guy a few years ago just for camping out homeless you know it's just... <laughs> yeah wow yeah so and you know they there's a yeah they, there's a lot of hate and division so okay speaking on more uh more shooter stuff what do you think about the crowder steven crowder release oh louder with crowder right yeah right do you did you get any of that uh the manifesto of the nashville shooter did you see any of that nonsense yeah sandra did i didn't read it it's all like kill whitey like kill the crackers and their blonde hair and their their fabrics and khakis and um you know i i hope i'm ready for this i hope my victims aren't (laughs) you know like really um and it's and they were holding it back and holding it back and then they released it with this with crowder crowder wears a gun on camera every day on on his show mm-hmm. and he's so pro-gun his listeners are all pro-gun and uh two people like somebody in his mug club whoever and they're keeping the sources sources uh anonymous uh somebody leaked it to him and then he and then he talked to a nashville police uh cop who confirmed it's real and then he released it on the public and says it's real and so now the 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 retention of it for so long and oh there's something must be something fishy about it and then crowder is the one to give it to the people so they're just going to gobble it up it must be true right crowder proved it you know Ah. And uh, he just he just got off of his new like he just started a new thing, and he's working together with Alex Jones. Oh, he got wow. lifted up, you know. That explains it. <laughs> that, that, that explains it. Okay, I mean, everyone, every one of these guys has like you know pretty decent origins. I mean, I think everyone has seen. Uh, there are two genders. Prove me wrong by Stephen Crowder, and that was excellent. He, where he went right. to university, a very leftist university. And, you know, just, you know, showed that there are really two genders. And that was really good. You know, two sexes. Uh, now he's a he, meme now. He's a now meme. he's selling out. Yeah. Now he's right. now he's selling out and he's, he's helping out uh, the, the mainstream media uh, with the manifestos. Uh, right. So right. so-called proving their authenticity then. OK, well, I didn't hear about this. Wow. That, right. It just happened a couple days ago. I guess I should have. Hmm. Should have no, I didn't, I didn't, in the email. I'll, I'll, I'll look that one up. I, I didn't even see yeah. that. All, all manifestos are not. It's a couple. There is a manifesto. It's a, it's a sign that it's a it's fake a shooting. Yeah. <laughs> there is a manifesto. It's a fake shooting. I mean, like. You, you, the manifestos came into fashion from fake shootings. Right. Exactly. Like, like, like she said, they came into fashion. Like right. it, it became part of the package, just like candlelight vigils. You got to have a manifesto. You, you know, but you gotta have you gotta have a hero. You gotta have like you know, or, or something. You know, like right. He was. He got, 
it's a B movie, you know, C movie, you know. <laughs> Yeah, because it really gets your heartstrings. Uh, but you know, yeah. like, yeah, like the, I love the it when they light their candles. Uh, as I sorry. pointed out before, the the manifesto for the Buffalo shooting from Peyton Gendron was uh, mostly copied from the Brandon Tarrant uh, manifesto from New Zealand, the Christchurch, you know, thing, and and uh, it was almost the exact same event. Wow! Yeah, they just recycled, just like the strong and the same language. And like the only word that that dude, that uh, the dad of the hero, uh, he could only think of community. He just said community six times. Yeah, yeah. I can't think of anything else. I said, well, right. I just hope it doesn't happen to anyone else in our community. Right, dude. Yeah. Well, what else do I'll say community one more time? It's like, they gave him, it's like he's got bullet points written on his hand. He's like, community is the biggest <laughs> one. Like, okay, I'll say, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay so uh the okay there's another there's another recent um oh well going back to this the, so the dialectical uh the idea of dialectics like um they only need to make one bad side and then yeah. the other side will show up to fight automatically it. good right so uh they've They've really made, I mean, the Democrats, they, you know, they drink baby's blood and spirit cooking and like whatever. And Marina, they probably do. Abramovich. Yeah, Abramovich and that whole thing. Like they, they did that in 2016, like or to help Trump get his election, you know. Um, and now they, uh, they're, they, it seems as though every time, uh, Obama sheds a fake tear or they do, they pull one of these things. Everybody buys more guns, right? I mean, yeah. sensible people yeah. <laughs> because Absolutely. like, because if they're going to take away our ability to do that, we better get them now because they're trying to take away our freedom. So, and then those, those individuals, uh, they have a come and take it mentality mm -hmm. and i don't know if you ever heard of the word boogaloo that boogaloo boogaloo is like a it's like a slang for revolt like guns oh. up here we go oh. like boogaloo like you know and it seems as though um like the way of like making obama do the tears isn't working like you said, uh, in Australia, it only worked it, like it worked after the first time. Great. You know, ta-da. But here, it's not going to work that way. It's pretty obvious to them. They're just kicking a dead horse, you know. Uh, everybody's buying more guns. And it's even more obvious every time. So people that are, are sensitive are like, I better get some guns now because... Whoopi Goldberg on TV is going to say, oh, you know, lock them up and throw away the key, you know. Um, <laughs> I never thought those words would come out. But anyway, like uh, uh, I'm I'm free flowing here. <laughs> so, um, but why is it more people are buying guns when uh, there's a there's an active atmosphere of, of uh, you know, blatantly they're trying to take them away? It seems like to me boogaloo is the goal right 
It's a fight they think they can win. It's the the the, the other side thinks they can win. They're right. challenging us, you know. And they say, "Well, go ahead and arm yourselves," you know. Well, you think you can go against us? We're the biggest army in the world, you know. Good luck. I mean, look at look at what they did in Afghanistan. They left all those trillions of dollars of tanks and stuff for the Taliban, their fighters, you know. Like, look at what they do for the over the border of southern Mexico with the Fast and Furious. Like in the Obama years, they sent a bunch of guns down there so they could st- keep having their war, right? right. Because like so, more things are happening than they're discussing. Like they're making deals on the side with all these people. It's not just it's not what, what people think. Right. Yeah. So uh Crowder could be the you know the face of good and it also and and it ties in with the tranny stuff because the Nashville shooter was a a girl dressed up like a boy and, and <sighs> The and train. in her manifesto, she called it all the all the white kids faggots. <laughs> it's like I saw that. That's really weird. That was really nuts. <laughs> yeah. So, but in any case, um, the it's uh, it. I mean, it's so con- contrived and obvious. And then Crowder comes along and like, oh, it's real. Okay, it's real. You know what Crowder says. So, and then. Like so, Crowder is taking all those gun rights folks and the anti-trans folks and the come and take it folks, and working together with Alex, you know, to to do what, right? Boogaloo, <laughs> because they're certainly he can't like they they can try with the red flags. That's a long haul. They got to change every state law. They got to you know they they got to work hard for their red flag. Uh, laws um, but right. but with this this one trigger and they could go into everybody's house bust down everybody's door put a boot on everybody's face forever <laughs> right i mean that's the only way they're gonna win like the people that didn't take the jab the people that you know aren't going to the supermarket for their food the people that fluoridate they they take the fluoride out of their water they have clean food water air they're making babies in their little compounds how do you get those people you know like there's no other way except for a lot like real war like people like our friends that that are armed to the teeth uh with come and come and take it like the only way the government is going to get them is with this boogaloo and it's only gonna and i'm kind of worried because then you know it's like like during this revolution war there were so many colonists that were siding with britain like oh calm down guys let's just be good slaves everybody you know how many of those douchebags are out there with their they got the masks they had masks on their face they all took the jab they're all fat and unhealthy. They're all, they're all, you know, they jerk off and play video games all day. They eat McDonald's. Like, yes, the American patriots were lucky to have three percent of the population in 1776 because we've got certainly less than that now. It's like 0.5 of a percent. If yeah, we're fucking a, yeah, dude, it's real sad, and I think it's a, it's a, the future is looking dark because people aren't s- smart enough to like yourself to look at it and laugh like ha ha they're doing another one of these stupid fake shootings 
really they're like, oh no, we better arm arm up because they're gonna come take it, and I'm getting ready, you know. Yeah, and, I mean, people ought to beware. You know, you're being challenged to a fight that they think they can win. You know, and uh, your odds are don't fight the battle they want you to fight. You know, that's right. That's, that's always like you know a theme in a lot of fictional movies, and that's it's very true today. You know, to, yeah. to in, in real life, don't Biden, fight. Don't fight the battle they want you to fight. Biden said himself, "Oh, if you want to fight the government, you're going to have to get F-16s." You know, we got like he was saying that shit to the crowd in a town hall. I was like, I was dumbfounded. I, it's like he was calling out that it was, it's like we were all slaves in the South to 400 years ago or whatever. And he was just, you know, telling us the way it is. You know, it's just sick. I'd prefer to steal a, a Blackbird SR-71. <laughs> I was going to steal a fighter jet. <laughs> right. Well, you know, I mean, it's, you know, they want to make more fighter jets. They want their eugenics. They want their culling of the people. And they already did the first wave of the idiot dit dupes would take the jab. Next wave, Civil War, right? Yeah. World War. World War. World War, right? Because this is what this is what's happening. You know, World War Three, right? They really want to start World War Three, and I'm sure it it involves the Ukraine and it involves Israel, and right. it will probably it will probably end with you see because like okay, World War Two, right? What was the real purpose of World War Two to create Israel, right? right. Well, now they're done with it. Okay, yep. now that it's outlived their usefulness, so now they want to move, you know, to somewhere else like Ukraine, probably, you know, right. Well, they were even talking about that. I saw them talking about moving Israel to Ukraine. It's it's crazy. Yeah. But they but they're trying to create a world government center. Like the uh, uh I mean the the United Nations uh is the is our government center over here, but they're trying to create a religious a new world hub center and they're using the mind control of the book like these people have been programmed by the book they grew up in their religions and they're told revelations oh this is how it happens oh you gotta, you gotta rebuild the oh you know and then i'm gonna vote trump because he's gonna rebuild the temple like because we need yeah. jesus again <laughs> right okay like, i mean uh, we need everybody needs to be jesus can, instead can of waiting like, for him to show up like all these he shows up love, once we act like him. <laughs> yeah. Know? Go ahead. Yeah, right. No, I mean like all these people that love Trump. I mean, have they seen all these pictures of him wearing a yarmulke and you know, oh, right. <laughs> kissing the wall and everything? Dude, Trump said, let's just take the guns and worry about the law later. Later. Um yeah, no. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's not yeah. even sort of that's not even sort of patriotic. Now, come yeah. on. Right. And these people, these poor people that I live in, like I live in rural Ohio, Ohio, oh got like Trump signs and F Biden and all that. And they're all going to vote for him again. Like, and he's got gold toilets and their roofs are falling in. Like their teeth are falling out. They're like, they are so destroyed, fully in debt, total slaves at their job, jobs. They can't have one day off. I mean, it is ridiculous. And they think this gold toilet guy is going to save them. I mean, holy crap. The levels of mind control 
it's just, I mean, uh, it's tough to stand aside and watch. I'm glad I have this show because, like, I get to talk about it with you. You know, well, uh, that sounds almost like how in 1984, you know, Winston and Julia hoped that uh, O'Brien in the inner party was going to help them. Right. <laughs> yeah. You better vote harder. I think. <laughs> Man. He so, told them what he, but, but O'Brien told them what they wanted to hear. Here, here's the new speak dictionary. Right. Here's the words that, that and, and uh, you know, I'll listen to what you got to say. Here's some wine and here's some, uh, we can turn off your, we, we can turn down all those annoying ads on your TV. Right. Oh yes. I'll listen to you. Yes, absolutely. Mm. And then, you know, five days later they're betrayed and they're made into new, you know, programmable slaves. Fully dominated their mind. Discovered what his worst fear was and subjected him to it. Trauma-based mind control. Like, it's sick. Like, that's yeah, and that is the, that is how it works. Like the boot on your face forever. Exactly. It it was what was the um your worst fear? Everyone knows what's in room one hundred and one. You know yeah. the worst thing in the world for you. Your perspective. Right. We figure out what that is and we give that to you. And then this then serves as a catalyst to reprogram your mind for us. <laughs> What what a poetic! I mean, that's what these mass shootings are. It's their like it's a little version of Room One Hundred One for people, normal families that are watching the news. I have a family. Oh, I hope that doesn't happen in my small town, wherever. Like, <laughs> I'm gonna give money to this whatever. Parody, you know, yeah. Go find I it, have man. a community. Like, I'm one with the community. Like, it's totally. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, wow, it's really, it's happening. So, okay, one more thing before we, uh, before I, I, we, we like, uh, talk about the website and stuff. Uh, okay. um, there is one more shooter that uh, is really kind of a puzzle. And it happened re- recently, this, uh, this Colorado gentleman named uh diego barajas medina oh, 20 yes. years old that's right you were showing me this earlier okay. yeah so you're not familiar with this yet i guess uh, i'm gonna maybe i'll just read it for the listeners uh it's yeah, go ahead read this uh, as mentioned uh, in colorado that um colorado and ohio were two of the first states to sign up for the strong cities initiative so any right. story any story that comes out of uh, ohio or um Colorado should be met with like extra scrutiny because right. they've been on board since the inception. I haven't looked at this cause I've been doing Lewiston and for the last couple of weeks, but uh, mm-hmm. I could probably guarantee you it's a bunch of nonsense. Right. Well, um, so this is okay. I'll, we'll go into it here. Uh, and like, yes, the Colorado had the Aurora shooting, right? The, uh, isn't that called? And it, like they had, yeah, Colorado has the Columbine was Colorado. So that was the beginning. That was the jump off of this. Right, exactly. Yeah. Right. So, okay. So here, this is the Associated Press article. It's published in the uh, Colorado Public Radio website here. Police say armed man killed himself instead of carrying out apparent plan to attack amusement park. Oh, so a mass shooting was thwarted for some reason. Yes. By Well, if it's true, it's from his own, he took his own will. He, he controlled himself 
Mm. You know what I mean? That's really what, like, <laughs> I mean, we don't need them to shoot themselves in the head, but if like, if all the cops and military would just say no, they and control their body and not pull the trigger, then, you know, all of this would go away. We wouldn't even, so, but moving on, moving on. So, and in no way am I saying they should shoot themselves in the head. No way. I, they should like just put the gun down and say, no, I'm not going to do that. But anyway, this guy yeah, so what did happened? the head shooting thing. So, okay, we'll talk about it. So a heavily armed man killed himself rather than carry out an apparent plan to shoot up a mountaintop amusement park in Colorado. His body discovered in a bathroom next to words scrawled on the wall, I am not a killer, authorities said, said on Monday. Diego Barajas Medina, 20 years old, was found, kid. yes, child, right, was found dead in a woman's bathroom at Glenwood Caverns Adventure Park by a maintenance crew on Saturday morning, morning before it opened to the public. He died of a self-inflicted gunshot wound to the head, Garfield County Coroner Robert Glassmeyer said. Okay. <clears throat> Medina, apparent, Medina, Medina apparent, entered the park while it was closed, armed with an AR-style rifle. Of course. Of course, right? Yeah. A automatic, a semi-automatic handgun. Well, this, we'll talk about the rifles in a minute. It, it gets into it later here. A semi-automatic handgun and explosive. Hmm. Yep. Tactical clothing, <laughs> whatever that is. So body armor and uh, cargo pants, I guess, similar to what SWAT team member might wear. Uh, the message says, I am not a killer. I just want to get into the caves. So this was a cave. This was like a cave. They had caves in this Colorado amusement park. It's like a way, like it's part of the, the park experience. <laughs> to go into the caves so what is that about okay. hmm. i just want to get, get into the caves was written on the wall of the bathroom where medina's body was found lying on the floor garfield county sheriff lou valerio said nearby was a handgun and explosive devices some real some fake he said some hmm. real explosives and some fake ones that's Where did this twenty-year-old kid get real and, and fake explosives? Right, right. And why would he be carrying fake explosives if he's busy carrying an AR and another rifle and all these magazines or, and a handgun and all these magazines? Like, why would he bother to carry fake explosives? Yeah, that doesn't mm. make sense. Doesn't make sense. So the AR-style rifle was on a counter nearby, along with a duty belt holding several ammunition magazines. Valerio could not say for certain that Medina wrote the message. So we're, even that's in doubt now. See? Right. And I bet that it's probably uncertain if he really did shoot himself. He was just had a gunshot wound in the head, right? It was probably true that didn't go live, and that they just used the narrative. Right. That's possible, too. Yeah. Very right. likely. So, so uh, like maybe they wanted to get paid anyway, or they maybe this is another way of doing it where they don't even have to have the drill. They can just do the thing and just be like, look, crazy people. Yeah, there, won't be, there won't be money coming from this. They do a lot of these ones to make it look like the police are actually doing a job and, you know, uh, 
trying to prevent that when when they're the ones that are orchestrating all of these uh, drills all over the United States. It's and alive, I mean, alive. All the cops did was what? Well, they didn't even what? They just walked in with their clipboards after the uh, maintenance people found the body. I mean, really, the cops didn't do anything. But so okay, so I'm just saying that um, this way they can they can have the, the newspapers say the appropriate words, so that the people reading it can be like, "Yep, another crazy person with a gun," right? And that way they don't have to have all the actors, and they don't have to. It's a it's another. It's, uh, it's outrage porn, like outrage uh, porn, you know, like uh, <laughs> yeah. propaganda. Perfect for oh. Facebook, right? So, okay, per perfect for sharing on Facebook with like, you know, the, you know, your aunt and your, like, your old, like, your, like, old people on Facebook that share, like, um, anyway, that I'm just saying, like, the, the way that people get emotional because of the sharing and it becomes viral, but, but getting back into this. So he says, I am not a killer. I just want to get into the caves and, uh. Okay, so it, it was not certain that he wrote the message. Uh, there were no prior indications, uh, indications either at home or school suggesting he was planning an attack, Valerio said. But the sheriff noted that investigators have not conducted any in-depth interviews yet. The FBI will help review Medina phone records and social media postings as part of the investigation, he said. This sounds like a non-story. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. I mean, uh, he says, given the preparation, given the amount of weapons and ordnance he uh, he had, it almost seemed very highly likely he intended to use those against the community. Oh, he, he so we, say that, we say that it's likely that he was going to use this against the community. But uh, unfortunately, we couldn't get the, the drill going. So we right. uh, we just said that he killed himself. And that's really it. all. All they had to do was have a 20-year-old and shoot him in the head and dress him up like this and put him in the bathroom, and then they could just... It, they That's could just very up. easy for the New World Order to do. Right, right. <laughs> they can do that anywhere. Right. And, you know, so this is... Uh, well, likely they didn't. Otherwise, they wouldn't put in all the language and the fake... Uh, uh, why would they put in fake bombs? They leave in little right. deliberately. Right. You know, yes. for you to figure out and for you right. to like logically process rather than just respond, right. you know, and um, also they don't always do large scale hoaxes, you know, only strong hoaxes are only the pageants. They're the large productions. Mm -hmm. They have smaller ones that go on throughout the news all the time just to create the the atmosphere to keep that frequency of fear out of certain pitch at all times while they you know lay out smaller ones and then they give you the grand slam of a large strong hoax and, and they always come in the big ones always come in like you know twos and threes like you know they, they never just have one there's always like a bunch usually right, right before uh, an election even though votes don't count they they want to make it um <laughs> Well, I think that they're pushing this right before Thanksgiving so that everybody talks about it at the table. That's true. You want, you know, and, and everyone's seen like, you know, Debbie Downer, you know how those conversations go. <laughs> Let me tell you about cat AIDS. Wah, wah. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <Wah>. <laughs> so, okay. Um, so this, I mean, it's just more hoax. Uh, that's kind of uh, where you're where you're at with this so far. Uh, mischief night as well. <laughs> uh, oh, oh, mischief night? 
Oh, really? Yeah, on the 30th, right. Yeah, uh-huh. Like uh, Devil's Night or whatever. Yeah, and, yeah, and it's sacrifice stuff, whatever. Um, you know, Halloween is a... So this was at Glenwood Caverns. It's it's Hall- Halloween is a three-day event also. It's like... Um, like oh, so they have, they have events in these caverns for Halloween, I see. Okay. Yeah, so he just wanted to that. get into the caves. And you're like he drove up an access road. They got. You're not safe anytime, anywhere. <laughs> right. There's a there's a crazy alone gunman on the loose at all times. You need right. to be hyper vigilant. And it's it just like I mean the scare of the uh, you know in the days of the uh, Son of Sam. Everybody you know, cutting their hair and everybody staying indoors and. Oh, there's a killer out there, and everybody's afraid. Like you said, it's a you know keeping the the pitch fear pitch at a constant rate. Um, yeah, it is. Um, and you know how my how they've changed society so much, and people were more neighborly and friendly and genuinely you know nice to one another back in the days of the son of Sam. Uh, right. we're, we're not we're not in that same world anymore. There's there's so much distrust. There's right. so much uh, you know you know, stay away kind of, you know, I don't trust you kind of feelings. Uh, right. No one really like hangs out with their neighbors very much, you know, or even knows who they are anymore. Yeah, they tattle on their neighbors for having a party with four people, you know, like, oh, yeah. then Newsom shuts off their power and their water. It's like, oh, it's because it's a lockdown, you know, like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. See, now the government can do this, like this sort of shit real easily. Like, uh, you know, they can prosecute the parents if kids have a party and lock all the kids up in jail and then make the parents pay, you know, they yeah. can do that shit in New Jersey. They do it all the time, yeah. you know, yeah. it's, it's hard. It's horrifying. Yeah. You know, because yeah. It, but and then they shame the kids in the, yeah. in the seventies and eighties when people had like, you know, a welcome wagon and like, they all got to know their neighbors and they all were like, you know, cool to one another. And, you know, they all stuck together. You wouldn't have that. You wouldn't have neighbors calling the police on their other neighbors. No way. You know, yeah. Now, now, of course, it's done. You know, and and you know, they they have like ways, so many ways you can report someone. It's it's so ridiculous. You know, so this, I mean, it, that's perfect for their red flag flags, right? Mm-hmm. Every neighbor is going to call on every other neighbor. Yeah, take away. He's he's having a bonfire after midnight, and you should take his guns, like whatever. You know, like because everybody's snooping on everybody else, just like nineteen eighty four. Like the kids were telling on the parents and yes. getting them taken it away. Quite, it was quite normal for everyone over the age of thirty to be frightened of their children. <laughs> what a what a nightmare! Jeez. And of course, they want the kids. Like that's why the kids have to be in school. It's compulsory. Like I have like I'm looking at like how to get away from the, to save my child from their compulsory schooling and there's all these loops and like it's just a it's we're, we're like entangled in, in this net of evil it's it's a, we got to claw our way out of it like so okay i think so uh do you think that boogaloo is the goal i guess i don't know if i got an answer on the, for that one do you think that that's uh, is they're boogaloo going the goal uh, ultimately i i mean are we talking like you know something like um equilibrium you know where if there's any resistance it's shut down real quick by someone like you know what like like the main yeah. character played by christian bale you know like something yeah. like that you're talking i'm, about, I'm like guessing yeah 
I'm I'm thinking that, that it's probably going to be uh like there there are going to be little flare ups and it's going to be they they're prepared for this war like you said they have they have weapons that we don't even know what they are like they can melt your house you know they can oh yeah you know yeah. they can just turn your your car into a melted puddle you know <laughs> like right. they got sound weapons that make it so you can't breathe like. I don't want to be a learned, like, I don't want to promote learned helplessness. Like, really, right. they wouldn't be doing all this if having a gun wasn't so dangerous for them on their side. Like, at least we do have guns, and that is, like, a powerful force. And, uh, you know, like, I, the, the amount of power the New World Order has, they could wipe us all out tomorrow. But the thing is, they, they have rules, you know, they have, <laughs> they, they, they can't just do that, you know, I, they seem to follow some sort of playbook. And they, mm. they, they are always playing the long game. Uh, they have patience. Time is on their side, not ours. You know, they, they can let things go for a generation if they so choose and then pick it right up again in the next generation. And sometimes that's always, you know, that, that seems to be the usual option. Like they'll, they'll get a few things done and then, okay, let's, let's wait 20 years, then do something else really, really drastic. And then, you know, then we'll do something else. And we have time because we believe we, we the families of the, uh, you know, uh, Illuminati, whatever the hell, you know, what, do you, what do you call them? You know, the elite families, they just believe they're immortal anyway, you know? <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, they are intergenerational and, mm-hmm. uh, you know. Uh, oh, here, I, I did have one more thing. Uh, uh, they are claiming that... Can you see this? Uh, this yeah. news report. Okay, this is a uh, eyewitness news. Uh, Maine shooter had interest in online conspiracies. Oh yes, yes, you were going to tell me about this. I didn't. I definitely, read. I definitely want the listeners to hear this before they get a little chuckle out of it. At least here. Okay, so make sure. Go for it. it. Okay, here we go. So this is <laughs> this is what they're giving us on the news. Meanwhile. We're learning a lot more tonight about the man police are looking for, Robert Card, who struggles with mental illness, might become the basis for his deadly outburst. And for the first time, law enforcement sources are confirming the alleged gunman had an interest in online conspiracies. I was news reporter Tom Negevin digging deeper into that part of the story. He's in the newsroom for us. Tom. Yeah, Bill, officials telling us more about his mental health issues, recently saying he was hearing voices at one point allegedly threatening to shoot up the base where he was stationed. And tonight... They say they've already learned a lot from tracking card online. As tracking him online. 40-year-old Robert Card, law enforcement sources are confirming more details about his background, including his online habits and an interest in conspiracy theories on issues like a possible financial meltdown, gun rights, <laughs> allegations that Democrats engaged in election fraud in 2020, <laughs> yeah. and conspiracies about COVID-19. Oh, we know there it more is. about those red flags raised here in New York. Card command directed to have a mental health evaluation at West Point, which experts call a sign of the system working. The good thing was that he did get some treatment, you know, and they did identify these mental health issues and did try to help him. I suggest that you go. We have an active shooter and we're not sure where he's at. Tonight, they still aren't sure. The NYPD already had hundreds of specially trained officers fanned out across town because of tensions in the Mideast. But they're also watching. They were already there. 
because the Mid East. What? He just he just says it. They just like, dropped that on you like what? <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh, the SWAT team team was already there. Posted. Okay. Transit hubs now, just in case. We just in case, because <laughs> the Middle East. Oh, that makes sense. Are uh, quite confident at this point uh, that this horrific crime has no nexus to New York City. But it now has an apparent link to online conspiracies and allegedly to a very troubled man, raising new questions tonight about gun laws. And mental health. A reframing of this discussion, not as a partisan political issue, but really as a public health one, is critical because we. They're reframing it so that it's not only getting the guns and it's not only being a mind, like a, a, a psychology, like a psychological problem, but also they want to, to lock the internet. They want to track everything we do on the internet. They want to have, they want to, we, I mean, I think it's in China or whatever. You got to show your face to get on the internet. Like you can't be anonymous anymore. Um, that's another huge goal that they have. And they're just kind of shoehorning it into this. Sure. Um, sports stadiums are making people uh, scan their faces oh. to make this to go into a sports arena. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they're, they're pushing this, like it, it's, first they're marketing it like oh you'll get in faster you know if you do <laughs> oh great you know, but, but you know first first the carrot then the stick right right, right. I'll, I'll be the first one into the slaughterhouse yay yeah. you cannot live in society where our public safety is constantly at risk tonight law enforcement sources are telling us that will be part of the after action report on this once card is found looking at what might have been done to keep guns out of the hands of a man the army had already identified as mentally unstable what might have been done let's let's make sure that we go right. hash that out okay yeah Thanks, we're, we're gonna have a news story about what might have been done <laughs> right yeah yeah so they not only are they uh tracking uh, they're saying he's crazy and he had a gun and he was a that's all they had to say for, for like you know for most of the people watching when <laughs> they say you know oh he was interested in conspiracy well i tell you that he's mentally ill <laughs> means crazy exactly oh he must it's word right. association time conspiracy right. theorists mentally ill Right. He's just aligned. He's aligned with those January 6 folks. Oh, He's man. just like them. And they're, they did worse than 9 11, remember? Oh, Ocasio Cortez got raped behind the door or whatever. Like, you know, it's, it was total mayhem. They had to, had, had to hide under their desk. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it becomes, it becomes like such a different version of reality that you can't even <laughs> argue with people anymore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so watch out, all you conspiracy theorists. They're coming for us, you know. Especially if we believe that the monetary system is gonna is gonna collapse, <laughs> and we believe that the election was stolen in 2020. Uh, and if we believe that COVID was uh, had conspiracies around it they didn't even tell didn't even what the what conspiracy was. was they didn't even say they probably like yeah because if they say a conspiracy then people are gonna go look at it <laughs> you know they gotta be like oh, yeah. oh. we're not gonna say maybe we mean the labs 
maybe we mean that uh, the the vaccines were were already made in, in prior. You know, right? Uh, maybe we mean all all kinds of things. It's just conspiracies. So that's just nonsense. You know, right. they're lost right. their minds. They're mental right. issues. They're crazy. And oh, if you if if you take the jab, then you're crazy too. And we should take your guns, right? Uncle so-and-so at the kitchen table, pass the potatoes, please. Oh, whoops. You're going to, how dare you? You know, like it's going to divide like crazy. And it's like people got to be, pay attention not to get emotional. Like, because that's what they feed on. Like, like, uh, like Sandra and Daryl put in the videos that they, that is, uh, it's energy it's feeding the beast it's like it's like money for them it's uh that's what they want that's their goal because once you're emotional you're not thinking and you're reacting that's right and and you're vibrating with the fear frequency and your food your food to the to them wow yeah <laughs> wow well a predator smells fear so you know when you exhibit it they're going to come after you so if we can laugh at their bullshit then there is no fear we're immune right <laughs> so i really wouldn't worry too much about boogaloo or anything like that right. coming soon or anything like that Good. um i i say just you know do you do me you know like you know do what we're doing you know like uh, as much as we can um and uh it's 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 pointless to try to debate with sheeple anyway so <laughs> Right. And if you do debate, you might reveal that you didn't take the jab or you might feel that you believe that the Federal Reserve is uh, enslaving us. You know, uh, we if if you believe 9-11 was what and these these people that you've been going to Thanksgiving with since 2001 mm. are like they're sick of your mouth by now. They're sick of like not you, but, but I mean, the, the right. people that are like us that are like, um that are speaking the truth, sick of it. And they want to call the paddy wagon to put you in a long jacket, to tie your arms up behind your arm, behind your back and throw you in a room. This, this happened to people. It. This happened to people since the death of John F. Kennedy, when people had questions about that. There was an entire book, N1, Incident N1I19 by Walter Vetch. Look this one up, Louisiana State Hospitals. It's it's actually the the uh, the website louisianastatehospitals.com, um, nice. and you can find the story of Walter Vetch, who uh, was locked up by his uh, mother and grandma or his grandmother uh, for wow. basically uh, you know and he was a, a student at Tulane University. Uh, he was trying to like stay in in active status so they wouldn't draft him into the war, and uh, you know he was he was in many uh, activist groups trying to like you know raise awareness of Kennedy's, you know, murder by the CIA. And uh, the grandmother was like, oh, he's crazy. Lock him up, you know? So the grandmother wow. had him institutionalized. And he was, you know, thrown in. And he discovered that Tulane University uh, was working with the same Louisiana State Hospital with MKUltra and CIA mind control. So they were right, His his enemy was right in his back door trying to like, you know, mind control him. They were, they were giving him stelazine and Thorazine pills and he wasn't taking them. He was fake taking them. So he had this whole like jar of, of these pills that he like, you know, 
had saved, you know, because he did, he was like, yeah. they had to pretend that he was taking them. And wow. like, he had like this gigantic jar of pills, you know, because they were just, just giving them out like daily to these people. And did he, he get free? Well, they, their did minds they? were gone. He couldn't, he couldn't talk to within, within a, a month or so they became zombies where you couldn't even talk to them anymore. Wow. Wow. Did he get free? He did. He got out uh, after, a, and the book shows, you know, the chronicles his long journey. He went to right. several different, he was in I'll and out, and out. Um, but he, yeah, he made it out and he wrote uh, tremendous stuff about, uh, about the new world order. Really wow. good. I don't know wow. if he's still alive. He may not be alive now, but you know, that, this was a long time ago, but yeah, it was a good yeah. story. Really, really excellent. It's fantastic. So thank you for showing us that. Um, so really, uh, we need to maintain our individuality and deny the communism. We can be strong, like with our own family instead of the community. You know, we can. Yeah, they've hijacked the strong. They've hijacked the, the that, right. that word. Right. We can like. We can show them what what the real words are. You know, we can show them true. Uh, you know resiliency right resiliency. <laughs> yeah uh, it's, it's genius it really is genius what they've done right yeah they've got very smart individuals at their ceremonies in their robes uh the robes. Yeah, yeah. The robes. oh my god watch inside job the robes <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah the cartoon that was that great <laughs> So, so thank you so much, uh, Daryl Rollins. And oh, it's great to hear from you, man, Sean. I, I missed you, man. Wonderful. Yeah, well, you're always welcome. And we're thank you. And I'm glad that I was able to reach out and be able to talk to you about this. And Thanks, um, thank you. And uh, we, every that everyone that's listening should check out onegreatworknetwork.com slash Daryl hyphen Rollins. And that is his page on the One Great Work Network. And uh, he has a link there for his bit shoot. Fake mass I, shootings. Yes, fake mass shootings is your main presentation that everybody it's got should like check a out. Thumbnail, it's got a thumbnail of like the Vegas uh, uh, incident. But unfortunately, Vegas isn't covered in that one. I'm still working on another one for Vegas. But I just thought I'd use the thumbnail for right. Vegas. But it's ongoing. Like I said in the beginning, it's a... You know, it's evergreen. It's always happening. So it's like your your project will probably never end. <laughs> like you just have to keep oh, making yeah. more more installments, right? So uh, people should please check out that. And uh, there's more. Uh, Sandra is posting. Uh, Sandra at Lateralis One on Gab, and she one five three news dot dot net. You can find Lateralis One, and there's more videos posted there as well. Yep. Uh, so I will link below uh, for everyone that wants to find more. Uh, you do great work, and we thank you so much for doing what you do and being aware and vocal and sharing what you see. And thank you so much for joining us today on Wake the Dead. Uh, my pleasure, Sean. Thank you, man. Awesome. Cheers, brother. And thank you, everyone, for listening. And we will catch you next time. Bye-bye. Awesome.
Así es. 